I'm Nicole Bonder, and you are listening to Inspirado's Audio Drama Showcase, a series of six 10-minute audio plays, all on the theme of In Touch. You are about to hear The Tea Test by Seth Freeman. Two friends meet for tea, yet so much more is at stake, a play about the true cost of vengeance. There you go, Emma. Nothing like a nice hot cup of tea on a chilly Toronto morning. Thank you, Maud. I'll be right back with the scones. I did your tea your way, which I know is supposed to be the right way. Oh, and which way is that? Tea in the cup first, then milk. I've liked it milk first since I was a little girl, like they used to do in some tea shops in London. All right. There was a famous garden party in Cambridge nearly a hundred years ago. Well, famous in certain rarefied academic circles anyway, where a lady guest declared that she could tell the difference, that she could actually determine from the taste which liquid had been put in the cup first. Is that possible? The fellows at the party, mostly mathematicians from the university, wanted to find out. So they designed an experiment, and with it, the beginning of what became the entire science of statistics, to see if she was right. Try these scones, Emma. Fresh baked. Blackbird Baking Company. Oh, so thoughtful of you, Maud. Thank you. The big issue the mathematicians were focused on was trust. The mathematicians? At the party in Cambridge. It's the concept that in statistics they would call confidence. When you do an experiment and you get a lot of information pointing to a result, how do you measure the amount of confidence you can have in the result? Like so much in life, isn't it, Em? I mean, it's so important to be able to trust, or the whole social contract just falls apart. Yes, trust is important. It's quite the problem in society today, eh? More jam. Strawberries from my cousin's garden. She preserved them herself. Oh, this jam is excellent. Please tell her. I will. Anyway. That is what was so important in what the Cambridge guys figured out. How much confidence to have in the results of their test to determine if the lady was right. If she really could tell how the tea was made. Was she? Was the lady right? She was! (laughs) Would you believe? That's brilliant. Isn't it? The things you learn with a statistician for a husband. Fun facts! Yes, I suppose they are. Or obscure, silly, useless facts. Some people might find being married to a statistician dull as dishwater awfully boring. I don't find Russell boring. Hmm. He is a work drone. Many a late night at the lab, while I'm home alone watching Netflix. Energetic men work hard, don't they? Energetic? (laughs) That's rarely a word people use with Russell. Dedicated, then. Yes, he can be. But who am I to talk, right? Or either of us? We certainly had our late nights, didn't we? You and I? When we were younger and both of us working our butts off at the ad agency. Oh, we did. Although, they weren't all late nights working. Especially when the boys from marketing were in the market for a little recreation. (laughs) (laughs) Those were good times. Oh, we had fun. They were energetic times, that's for sure. The good old days. They were. (sighs) 
Then I met Russell, and you met Andrew, and we settled down. And we lost touch. And then we were all at the Royal Alex that night, and we found each other again. And here we are. You don't find him at all boring, do you? I'm sorry? Russell, you don't find him at all boring. No, that's what I said. Exactly. In fact, that is why I wanted to get together this afternoon. What is? You and Russell, not finding each other boring. I'm sorry? In fact, very much getting along as I have come to find out. What are you saying, Maud? I think you know exactly what I'm saying, and I really There's don't. no use trying to hide it. That cat, as they say, is out of the bag. Maud, look here. You, you have to understand. I think I do understand. I think I understand quite well, actually. I think you don't. Whatever you may be imagining, it wasn't like that. It just It just happened. happened? Unavoidable, inevitable. The two of you couldn't keep apart with the deep depths of your passion for each other. We do care for each other. I care too, Em. And that's why I invited you over. Why? To have tea and to tell you, as I have just done, that I know about you and Russell. And to tell you that I care too. Very much. Of course. I know that. I understand. I do. And so that I could serve you tea. Yes. Yes. So I could serve you a very special tea, which is laced with a fast-acting, tasteless toxin. With a what? What are you saying? With a toxin. With poison. I put poison in your tea. What? No. Oh, yes. Because then I would be able to, with your knowing why, and your being fully aware of what was happening to you, watch you succumb. You didn't do that. You couldn't have. Not really. I could. I did. You're trying to frighten me. I'm being honest with you. Not how you were with me. Well, eventually we would have... Would you have what? Come clean? <laughs> you would have told me. It just hadn't gotten around to it in the distraction of such a torrid affair. Oh, it did all happen rather quickly. And please, spare me. I thought I could trust you. I really did. <laughs> but sadly, you see, I didn't compute the correct level of confidence. It begins with a numbness in the lower extremities. Are you feeling that yet? No, Maud. Soon enough, then. But, Maud, the thing is, I wanted to tease you about the tea first or milk first idea. Tease me. It seems so silly. Two liquids are just going to mix together, aren't they? I wanted to show you, prove to you, that you couldn't really tell the difference. That the whole thing was bogus. How could you do that? That's what I'm trying to explain. God, this is all so dreadful. Maud, when you went back into the kitchen to get the scones, I switched our cups. What do you mean? Just that. 
I switch the cups of tea. I put mine at your place and yours in front of me. Are you serious? Totally. I wanted to prove that you wouldn't taste it, taste the difference, that you wouldn't know the cups weren't the same. So I switched them. You didn't! But I did. And you didn't notice the difference as it turns out, did you? The whole idea of the different kinds of tea was as nutty as it sounds. But of course, none of that matters now. I can't believe this! It is the truth. Trust me. Trust you? <coughs> oh, Maud, you don't look at all well. I... I... Oh, you seem quite pale. And it appears that you are experiencing numbness in your legs. Also your arms and face. Oh, numbness everywhere. Are you? Oh, you can't answer, can you? That's the poison paralyzing the nervous system. I'm calling 911 now. But if you are right, it's not going to help, is it? Oh, you look quite strange. I hope it's not terribly painful. I'm sorry that it's come to this. But then, the poison was your idea. You're doing, wasn't it? So, oh, look at you. Fast acting indeed. Goodbye, Maud. Yes, I need an ambulance. You just heard the tea test by Seth Freeman, directed by Onella da Silva with Connie Guccione as Emma and Cora Kennedy as Maud. Sound, music, design, and production by Jacob Soma. Assistant Engineering by Mike Mirniak Duffield. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the other 10-minute plays at Inspirado's Audio Drama Showcase at theaterinspirado.ca.